Hello again, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talks. I'm your host, David Steele. Illua has a week off. Just a friendly reminder, if you like what you're hearing, you can follow us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Just search Real Talks. That's R-E-E-L Talks, just like my name, S-T-E-E-L-E. Also, you can follow us on social media. I can be found on Twitter at WannabeRounder, LinkedIn, and on Instagram at DCaduto. Just a couple of quick announcements. Our revamped Patreon channel is now live. You can find it by typing Real Talks into the search bar. Let me tell you a little about it. We're now offering four different affordable levels to support us at. $3, $8, $15, and our largest is now only $20 a month. If you do choose to support us, you'll have the opportunity to earn some great perks, such as your name shouted out before every podcast, cool merch, and if you're one of our major contributors, you'll get a one-hour monthly Zoom meeting with Illo and myself. For more details, just go to the website. I'll leave the link in the description. Which leads me to my next big announcement. Flashback Fridays are now underway, and we're a few weeks in. This is where Ian Cargard and myself will be discussing films for the past. The last film we talked about was Captain America, First Avenger. And then we'll, we are going to be doing every single MCU movie in chronological order. Stay tuned for this week's episode where we will be talking about the Avengers. And boy, is there a lot to say. I cannot reiterate enough. Hit that follow button so you never miss an episode. So today is the main topic podcast. And this is going to be the mid-year review of Hollywood. I'll talk about how much money it's made, what movie led each month, and where we will be going and looking forward to in the second half of the year. But before we do all that, we do have to take a break. We'll be right back. And welcome back. So, this, as I said, is our main topic podcast. And what I'm going to be talking about today to you guys is the mid-year review of Hollywood. And how much it's made and what movies led each month, and so on and so forth. And then at the end of the podcast, we're going to talk about exactly what we have to look forward to. So to start out, I want to, I want to just let you guys know that um, Hollywood's having a really good year. <laughs> so to date, as it stands June 1st of 2022, when this is being recorded, Hollywood has made, and by the way, these money, these... Numbers are all domestic. This is not international, so I want you to I want to be clear about that. So to date, it's been two point six six billion dollars domestic. That's huge. Considering where we were a few years ago and considering how, you know, there were seven there was a good chance that a lot of these um movie theaters were gonna fold. It looks like Hollywood is back and it's healthy again. And you know, there were a few films that actually helped the growth of this and, and brought us all the way back to where we needed. So let's dive right into it. Okay. So as I said, we're going to be going month by month. So in January, as everybody knows, Spider-Man No Way Home came out right before uh, Christmas of last year. And I believe it was December 5th. It was in the middle of December. I think it was like the 15th or the 16th. And that movie is now... Domestically, it is number three all time behind Avengers Endgame and Star Wars The Force Awakens at $804 million. That's incredible. So in the month of January, 
Spider-Man No Way Home grossed $163.8 million in that month alone. It had made almost $390 million up until that point because it had had the third or fourth, I believe it was the third largest opening of all time at $260 million, passing our Avengers Infinity War. It was huge. Um, that was the movie that just kept on giving. And this this just kept being at number one in the box office week after week after week after week. And I saw it twice in the theaters, and it was glorious. It was amazing. And I, for anybody who has seen it, they know. And the thing is, everybody knew about the leaks, right? They all knew that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were going to come back. And they they had, they won, you know, they pretty much knew this was going to be Tom Holland's last hurrah of Spider-Man and the Marvel MCU. And it just, Marvel has that unique ability to hit all of the right notes. They can do it emotionally. They can do it, you know, in a comedic way. They can do it dramatically. And it was just just a well-done film all the way around. And that's why it was the number one film, you know, for almost nine weeks. And it just, it was just unbelievable. So, I mean, I think when you see that, that really was a major driving factor. Um, one of the first, I should say, not the only, but one of the first driving factors that really brought Hollywood and the movie system and the movie theaters all the way back. Um, moving to February, a movie that a lot of people, you know, didn't really care about, but it was there, and that was Uncharted. I mean, we could go back and talk about bad video game movies, whether it was Doom or Super Mario Brothers or Assassin's Creed, or the list goes on and on and on and on, okay? Um, everybody was anticipating this because... The trailer looked halfway decent. And how is, you know, how are they going to make this character translate it to, you know, feature film? And once again, Tom Holland, his star is on the rise. I mean, you know, he, he's been in a lot of um, a lot of movies recently. So whether they're good or bad, I mean, that that's, films can be subjective. But this film really didn't push the needle any. Um, as a matter of fact, this was still out when um, Spider-Man No Way Home was out. <laughs> so, I mean, people chose Spider-Man No Way Home and going back to see that. And that just tells you the staying power of this and how good it really was. So, um, Uncharted made about $84.6 million in the month, which led the month. Okay. And eventually ended up making $147.5 million. Um, so... You know, it was a win. This movie did more overseas than it did here domestically because it we as film fans and movie critics and everything else just didn't really buy it, right? So um, it made $44 million opening, which was a huge opening for them. I mean, let's not, let's not call it, you know, a bad movie. It, it made its money back. Now, are they going to make a sequel? That's yet to be determined. I mean, I kind of hope not, but 
you know, how many how many times have we all said, why did they make a sequel of that? And yet they do. But March was huge. March in this in this podcast started in March. And by the way, I just want to give a big thank you to everybody that has tuned in over the past two and a half or three months. I started this podcast in the first week of March. And according to my analytics and, and whatnot, I just hit over a thousand plays the other night. And I am so blessed and so thankful that you guys have stuck with me and really um, made this what it is. And I have so much stuff to bring you in the coming months and the coming years that I'm doing this all for you guys. I love movies and I couldn't do this without you. And I I just wanted to say that because I was going to wait till the end of the podcast to say it, but it was really needed to be said. Um, So, yeah, I mean, this year, this, these three months have been an absolute joy to do this. So, but moving on to the month of March, the Batman, the Matt Reeves spectacular. Now you think, well, how many times can they do Batman? Well, this one was really, really good. I saw this one twice in theaters again. And, you know, everybody has their own Batman, right? So whether it's Val Kilmer or, you know, or George Clooney or Michael Keaton, I, you know, or it's Christian Bale or even Adam West, depending on if you're on the TV side of it, right? It, it is a generational thing. So if you grew up watching the the Adam West Batman, for example, your favorite's going to be Adam West. If you got into movies in the mid '80s, you know Michael Keaton was your guy. You know, if you just if you really like Christopher Nolan and his movies, Christian Bale's your guy. So I think it's all a generational um, thing and what you do with it. But this movie was unbelievable. And by the way, I've never seen so much rain in my life. <laughs> I mean, that's the one that's the one joke that everybody has is how come it rains so much in Gotham City? So, I mean, Matt Reeves wanted the dark and he got dark. So, but anyways, the movie led the month making $338.2 million before it ended up making over half a billion dollars domestically, $578.3 million. And this made, this tells you the anticipation for it, right? Because everybody, as I said, why is there another Batman being made? This movie opened up to $134 million. Which, by the way, to be noted, it almost broke the top 30 all time. It it actually ranked at number 34 all time as far as box office opening. Um, And it just kept carrying. And it just kept, it it was really, acting was great. The story was great. Um, just so many elements. The music. Paul Dano should, I hope, get an Academy Award nomination. I mean, this movie should get at least four Academy Award nominations, in my estimation. Okay. Um, will it get a Best Picture nomination? Mm, that's a stretch. But definitely, Paul Dano should get one for Best Supporting Actor. You should have Best Score. You should have Best Director. And... I think possibly, maybe even a best screenplay. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. But, you know, maybe a best picture? We'll see. Four to five, I think. At least three. And if those three don't happen, and I understand it's only June, and we're talking about the Oscars being in, you know, nine months. And that that's, I'll tell you what, though, that is a real pitfall. 
because people forget about these performances because all of the films that everybody's looking forward to to be nominated for Oscars are going to be in September, October, November. And then because, you know, the studios will put on their campaigns for the new year, they'll go through the awards uh, season with the SAGs and the Critics' Choice and everything else, and it'll lead up to the Oscars. So, but I really hope, I really, really hope you're looking at Paul Dano getting an Oscar nomination, Matt Reeves, and Best Score. Those are the three that I think should be there. If it gets more, great. If it doesn't, it's understandable. So let's move on to the month of April. April was a very slow month, but um, there was a really fun movie that a lot of people went back to see, and that was Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and that led the month of April. Um, So the first one came out only a couple years earlier, and the studio just pumped this out because they wanted to capitalize on the new found success they had. So that made $157.5 million before finishing its run with $186 million domestically, which isn't bad and made more than the original. So you could argue that could we see a Sonic 3? Maybe, but it's, I can't, it might, it's probably unlikely, right? Because putting these out every 18 months, I mean, that that's a quick turnaround. So I don't really see that. So, but I think they, if you're going to go, this is about the, I won't say success for a video game, but if this is about as much success as you're going to get for a video game IP. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see how, what happens. Yeah. We'll, we'll just have to see what happens with that. It's not, it's not looking too bright that they're going to make a Sonic 3 at this point, but May. May was another big month, and it seems like it's every other month, right? You had January with Spider-Man No Way Home leading the way. You had March leading the way with the Batman, and now May. This was a huge month for Hollywood. One of the biggest months it's had in a long time. I'm not talking about this year. I'm talking about in general. Uh, Of course, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Everybody was anticipating to see this movie. Um... Probably the second most anticipated movie behind the Batman. So it led the way, making $374.8 million in the month of May. Huge. It opened to $187 million, which was just shy of the top 10 all time. It finished 11th with an all-time opening of all time, right next to... uh, Iron Man, Iron Man 2. So, you know, it it really, you know, there were pro, I did, if you want to go back and listen to it, go back and listen to my spoiler cast of Doctor Strange, Multiverse of the Madness. I spill all the beans there. I give you what I think was wrong. I think I give, you know, every nook and cranny. I tell, I tell you what I think they did right and what I think they should have done. And, an idea of where they could go and what kind of film they could put together that would be a billion-dollar movie for Marvel. Um, so it was a huge month for May. Now, don't forget, we just had Top Gun come out last weekend. And by the way, if you want to, go check out my Top Gun spo- spoiler cast. I give you every single detail you need to know about the movie of Top 
Gun Maverick. Uh, which, by the way, and I, I put out a couple tweets about it, just to give you a little tease about it. I said it was glorious. I said it had everything you want. The comedy, the drama. It actually made me shed a tear. Um, it was it was emotional. It was really the action sequences, the airplane sequences. My God. I, and I couldn't stop raving about this on the podcast. So about a month or two ago, I actually, one of the stories we did for the roundup was, according to the THR, there was over 800 hours of footage shot for this movie. And you can see why. Everything they did, everything they did was practical. They were actually pulling six Gs. The training they, these actors and actresses went through was intense. They went through a whole Navy uh, sequence. I love the movie. I can't wait to go back and see it again. Um, it just, it hit every single note you wanted. And I'll go even one step further. This is now on the my short list of films, sequels, that are better than the original. And that's a short list. You have The Godfather 2 better, being better than The Godfather, if that's at all possible. You have The Empire Strikes Back being better than Star Wars. You have The Dark Knight being better than Batman Begins. You have Top Gun Maverick now in that conversation, better than Top Gun. And finally, you know, um, Captain America Winter Soldier, better than Captain America First Avenger. Which, by the way, if you're listening to this, go back and check out the Flashback Friday with Ian Cargard and myself. We just did Captain America First Avenger, and next week, as I said in my opening, we are going to be talking about the first movie to break $200 million opening weekend at the box office, and that was The Avengers. But yeah, this movie was just amazing. But getting back to Doctor Strange, it had its problems. Um, it definitely wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. There were cool points, but... I'm really, really curious to see where it's going to go. The whole franchise is going to go. Now, that being said, I wasn't thrilled with Doctor Strange, but I'll say this much. You're only as good as your last movie, right? So if what ends up happening, because even Kevin Feige, and we did a story about this too, said that they let too many spoilers out in the trailer, right? So I think you're going to see... A whole different marketing strategy for Thor, Love and Thunder, which drops in a, a little more than a month. So, five weeks, actually. So, you know, I'm really curious. If Thor, Love and Thunder is going to knock it out of the park, then Marvel is going to be, you know, back in everybody's great, you know, good graces. So, I really am curious to see how well this does and what kind of opening they're actually looking at. Is it going to be better than a Doctor Strange as far as opening? No. If, if I had to, will it make over $100 million? I think so. I think it will make $100 million opening weekend. And that is still with Top Gun in the theaters. Don't forget. So let's let's keep that in mind. That's still with Top Gun in the theaters. So I think that that's going to make $100 million. I think, like I said, if it's good... People are going to go to see it. And, but, and, you know, everybody is hooked in now, right? They, Marvel has everybody hooked in. So whether it's good or bad, you know, 
um, I think that they're still going to get their audience. So, but so where are we going in the future? And I think that's an important, um, an important thing because we're only, we're only in June, right? This is a huge month for um, the movies and where it's going. So right now, as it stands, we have, um, we have, you know, we have this on June 10th, we have this big blockbuster coming out in Jurassic World. And then after that, we have another big movie coming out. I won't say big, but big enough, right? And that's Lightyear. I think it's only 100 minutes long. But the thing is, it's it's a cool movie. I mean, who doesn't like Buzz Lightyear, right? I mean, this is going... The, the only one drawback of this is possibly we're getting Chris Evans doing the voice and, you know. But otherwise, th- this is a standalone movie all by itself. And Pixar has proven that they are at the top of their game. And by the way, speaking of Pixar, we are going to be doing a Toy Story um, preview or actually talking about Pixar and doing a Lightyear preview. Um, and talking about all the other Pixar movies in this little uh, arena, if you will, uh, in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, so we've got we've got that coming up on the 17th. And then the week after that, we've got, I think, a couple of underrated movies. Um, one is Elvis. I think this is, it's been, what, 40 or 50 years since his death? And so I think this is it's 159 minutes. I think people are really going to thoroughly enjoy this. We got Tom Hanks, you know, as his manager. We have Austin Butler. So I think that's going to be uh, a real treat to see. And some for somebody who didn't grow up in the uh, g- generation of, of Elvis Presley, be interesting. But I think there's another one, too that really is going to catch a lot of people off guard, and that's the Black Phone. I am dying to see this. So if you don't know the premise, and this is a horror movie, so uh, don't take your little ones to see this. (laughs) It's uh, about a child killer that locks a 13-year-old boy in a room, and he starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from from the killer's previous victims and tells them how to escape. Eerie to say the least. So uh, that's like wow. So I, I that's it's rare that you see horror movies really do well in the summer. I mean, th- this is this was supposed to be released last year. I think I might have been, and wow, it's rare that you see a horror movie being released in the blockbuster season. Be curious to see how it does, especially with everything else in the theater. Um. And then as we go into July, we have another Minions movie coming out. Uh, those little cute little creatures there, you know, so that those always do well. So then, of course, as I said, on the 8th of July, we have Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, Tiger Watini is directing this, so that, that he is one of those very visionary directors. I mean, he's done, you know, most recently he did Jojo Rabbit. 
He's done a couple of episodes of The Mandalorian. So, yeah, he absolutely can um, put a good film together, I have no doubt. And it's Marvel. So, I mean, that's all you got to say. Um, moving on, there's another movie at the end of July. That's really, if you want to talk about horror movies, I think this guy might be, and we're going to be doing the uh, preview of his movies at the end of the month prior to the movie being released. And that's Jordan Peele. And his movie is Nope. This is a guy that has come up in every single movie he's made, whether it's Get Out or whether it's Us, he has gotten better and better and better. And so if this is any indication of what this is, look out. This is going to be one hell of a movie. Uh, The Residents of a Lonely Gulch Inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. So, and and by the way, let's not forget about something. Jordan Peele, I, I think it's no longer running on CBS All Access, but he did do the, you know, a couple of episodes of the Twilight Zone. So that tells you something, right? Um. So yeah, that, I can't wait to see that. And then at the end of July, we have Bullet Train, the Brad Pitt movie along with Sandra Bullock. So, um, you know, five assassins aboard a fast-moving bullet train find out what their missions are and they have something in common. So another action movie to really end out the uh, month of July. And so as we get into August, though, it's going to be interesting because we don't really have a lot. We might have something. Um, So, yeah, yeah. but August is really one of those months that isn't, it start winding down. So, but as we move into September, okay, and we did a whole Stephen King uh, podcast. So if you actually want to go back and listen to that, feel free. Um, this will be our second Stephen King remake. The actual, the first one was uh, Firestarter a couple of weeks ago, which didn't do so hot, no pun intended. So I'm curious to see, since Firestarter didn't do so well, what is this going to do? So Salem's Lot is going to be um, the movie on September 9th. So that's about it there. And then we have um, the big one, though. Well, I won't say big one, but the re-release. The re-release of one of the biggest movies of all time. And actually, the number one movie grossing worldwide is Avatar. And that is going to get re-released in theaters for the upcoming Um, the upcoming movie, Avatar 2, The Way of Water, which will release in December. So in October, you know, there's really, we have Halloween ends, the, the end of the Michael Myers trilogy. Um, I'm done with Halloween. (laughs) I've been done with Halloween. The, The first remake was good. Um, not the Rob Zombie version. I'm talking about the, this one here. It was good. Um, but yeah. I, I'm just, I'm done with this. I've, you know, I've been done with this for a long time. It, it, you know, I understand it's October. I understand it's Halloween and everything else, but put it to bed by now. And I, you know, we did a whole, I did a whole podcast on this too. And that's reboots, remakes, and sequels. You can go back and listen to that one. Um, that's what Hollywood is based off of, right? Reboots, remakes, and sequels. And this is just another, it, it's a combination of a remake, 
of Halloween and a sequel. So this is the final one in the trilogy for that one, though. Um, but the uh, one after that, the week after that, we got Black Adam. So there was, a, there was a, I don't think it was a trailer dropped at Comic-Con, but Dwayne Johnson came out and said some really good things about it. I think there was some footage shown. So that's going to be interesting to see how DC can really put it together, if they can put it together. Because this is going to be the first one before The Flash coming out next year. So um, the other big movie that's coming out, actually in a few weeks after that, is Amsterdam. David O. Russell. This is a huge cast. Christian Bale, Anya Taylor-Joy, Michael Robbie, Mike Myers. Uh, of course, David O. Russell did such movies as American Hustle, Silver Lining Playbook, which won Jennifer Lawrence an Oscar, um, Joy, which I loved. So uh, he's the fighter, Three Kings. So he is really a top-notch, top-notch, top-notch director. Um, and when he does work, he does great work. And then I think the one everybody's looking forward to, or one of the top, if it wasn't in the top five, it's probably top three movies, and that's Wakanda Forever. The sequel to the Black Panther movie. How are they going to, what are they going to do, and how are they going to move forward with this? Um, that's going to be the $64,000 question. Everybody has speculation, rumors. How are they going to make it work? What are they going to do? Um, ever since the untimely passing of, of Chadwick Boseman, that's really been the... Do you recast him? Well, Kevin Feige came out last year at uh, one of those uh, meetings and said, no, they're not going to recast him. So how will they translate this? So that will be interesting. And then um, as we go into the last month of the year, of course, we have Avatar way of water as i was just making mention of um could this break 200 million dollars maybe unlikely though very very unlikely i think i think this movie will do 100 million plus um but now will it go on because i i've always had an opinion about sequels you have maybe a two to three or f at most four year or five years window to get a sequel made because it's still in every, fresh in everybody's mind. Maybe you have the actors attached for another film. But 12 or 13 years, I'm... No, don't get me wrong. I saw the trailer. I have never... No, ironically or not, I've never seen the. I've never seen Avatar. I was talking with somebody the other day, and they said, you've never seen Avatar? I said, no, just never had any interest in me. The trailer. Now, I saw it in IMAX. The trailer looked unbelievable. It looked amazing. So how is, you know, if that's the way this is going to look for, you know, 110, 120 minutes, wow. But I, you know, my feeling is that it's been too long. It's been too long. And it, and this is why they're re-releasing Avatar in September. Because they want to get everybody back in that world. So they can get the clamor up. They can get the, the you know, the juices flowing. And saying, oh, I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see this. And everybody, I think, is going to be expecting this to be better. And as I was just making mention earlier, there are so few sequels that are better than the original. Whether it's story or, in this case, 
you know, graphics or, you know, CGI or whatever. So I, I'm on the fence about this. I might see it. I might not. I probably won't just because I have no desire to. So, but then again, it's only June, right? Comes out in September. So we'll see. So Avatar, The Way of Water comes out December 16th. We have the sequel to Shazam, Fury of the Gods comes out. Um, you know, that, that, that's a, that was a fun movie. Shazam was a fun movie. Uh, Rachel Ziegler, Zach, Zach Levi, Helen Mirren, Lucy Liu. That's going to be a fun movie. You're not going to see anybody win any awards from this, but it's just going to be a fun, fun time. And, you know, so now the question is, can Hollywood make as much money in the next six months as it did the last six months? And I think the answer is going to be no. Because I don't see that you have too many films. You have a couple in Thor and Nope and, and everything else. But I just don't see the the power that this first six months had. So this dollar amount I gave you is 2.6. By the way, it's an incredible amount of money. $2.66 billion. Consider this. Spider-Man No Way Home. Made one has to date made one point eight billion dollars, right? Avengers Endgame has cracked the two billion dollar mark. So those two movies are almost equivalent to what the six months has been. That just tells you how powerful that Marvel is. But back to this for a minute. Two point six six billion. If I had to guess today, if I were putting a dollar down on it, I would say that you're probably going to end up with about $4 billion, which is, look, considering where we were a couple years ago, $4 billion is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of good movies coming out, and I can't wait to bring some of these to you. A couple weeks, we're going to have Jurassic World, so we'll definitely be doing a spoiler cast on that. And then the next week, we're going to have Lightyear, and then... The week after that, we're going to have Elvis. So June's going to be packed. Um, Don't forget, we're going to be doing Flashback Fridays every single Friday this week. As I said, it's going to be the Avengers. And then we're going to be doing uh, Thor the Dark World. And we've got, you know, many more coming up after that. Uh, Sci-Fi Sundays, right around the corner. Uh, Just spoke to Jeff Aiken recently. So hopefully... I'm sorry, the middle of June. Uh, that is going to be a subscription service. Um, so that's going to be $6.99 a month. I was going to do... I'm So I just spoke to a special person today. She loves Star Wars. And on Sunday, we are going to be doing a Twitter space. So if you want to join us there, you can ask me questions and you can ask Miriam questions. My handle is wannabe rounder. That's W A N N A B E R O U N D E R. And we're going to be doing a Twitter space on Obi Wan Episode Three. So um, I'm not going to be doing I'm not going to be uh, doing them individually. So we'll we'll probably be doing them with her, but we will be doing the star the Star Trek uh, movies. So Jeff Aiken and I will be doing every single Star Trek movie in chronological order. 
starting with the motion picture, then moving on to the Wrath of Khan, then doing Search for Spock, then the Voyage Home, and so forth. And then after that, we're going to be doing every single Star Trek movie. I'm not sorry, Star Wars movie. See, I'm getting confused. Star Wars movie. Yes, even episodes one, two, and three. <laughs> so we're going to be doing that in the order of the episodes. So look, for six or seven bucks a month, you're going to be getting all of that. So, and then I'm considering doing, I'm, I'm on the fence about doing something else. I'll give you, if I'm going to do it, I'll give you guys more details about that in the coming weeks. Uh, there's just so much stuff on, on the slate right now. So yeah, I, I this is, this is going to be a fun, fun summer and a fun year. And, um, yeah, I just want to, once again, I want to thank you guys for, you know, as I said earlier, I hit over a thousand plays the other day and I couldn't do this without you. And I'm asking, you know, I always open with the same opening and I always ask for your support because it, this, it does, these things do cost money to put on. I'm not going to kid. I'm not going to lie to you. That's why I'm making Sci-Fi Sundays a subscription service. And I ho really hope you guys are going to um, take hold of that and, and support me because Jeff and I are, we have a great relationship and it's going to be a blast to bring all these things to you. Like I said, we're doing this for you. Um, I mean, Jeff has his own podcast. And by the way, if you want to go check out his podcast, it's SFLA, the Starfleet Leadership Academy. And you can find him wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Um, and what he does is he takes, he's a big Star Trek fan. And what he does is he's been in business for 25 years. And what he does is he takes Star Trek and he applies it to the corporate world. And it's it's fascinating. So if you want to go back and take a listen, I actually interviewed him about a month ago. Uh, we sat down. We had a great time. We talked about everything from his podcast to the movies, the movie theater industry, to him being pro wrestling for 15 years. To It was a good time. Go check that out. But, um, yeah, I, I've got... Uh, everything, everything I'm doing for you guys. So, you know, and, and we're going to be, you know, getting bigger and better as we go along. And I can't wait to bring this to you. So, um, until the roundup, which by the way, I'm going to be having a, a, uh, another co-host come in, get, you know, doing a guest spot and, uh, You'll like her, I, I think. So, and by the way, don't be afraid to drop any comments to me on Twitter or on Instagram. Let me know how she's done doing, or let me know what you think about the podcast in general. Is there anything I could do better? So, you know, you guys reach out to me, please. That's why I have these social media to to hear from you guys. So, you know, I, I mean, I I want to interact with you guys. So. Okay, on that note, I'm David Steele, and you have been listening to Real Talk.